Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. We believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insight into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. And I'm Brittany Lemaire. We are looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Be intentional. Stay curious. And inspire others. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us. Hashtag WNRG Podcast Series. All right, so today we are going to talk a little bit about using your voice at work. There was a recent survey and a study done at Forrester Research that showed 25% of customer experience professionals say that their programs actually use the information they gather to improve their customer experience. So that, to me, didn't sound too good. And I know that Humana really tries to be a market disruptor and also really go forth and seek out those trends and really be trailblazers, especially regarding customer service and the customer experience that our members have. So that kind of led us to think about how can we as employees use our voice to better enhance these customer experiences and uh, also just kind of develop that voice of employee program kind of here at Humana. And how do we do that? What's the expectation? You know, how has it changed from years past what that expectation is? I think that's something to to talk through as well. Knowing when to speak up and know, knowing when to kind of like let your voice be heard. I think that's also a skill set in itself. Um, using that, that prudence. <laughs> Right. Difficult at times. And Humana has kind of established that empowering their employee and speaking up with candor. um, That's one of our our new guiding behaviors that that we've been talking about. So it's been very interesting kind of looking into what other companies are doing um, and then what Humana does. Because employee feedback is really going to do three essential things when it comes to our our member or consumer's experience. It's going to, first of all, provide a context for the the experience itself. And two, it's going to help identify the process, policy, and technological hurdles that may hinder our experience delivery directly to the consumer. And three, it's also going to provide insight into the quality of our um, experiences as employees and the ability to do our job. Tara, I know you have also handled members through the telephonic side. Do you want to kind of share a little bit about your experience as being kind of a frontline person? So, and you're talking about in regard to kind of being the voice of the member in a way? Yeah, kind of in a way, because you can have the ability as an employee then, um, if you are a frontline person dealing directly with a a member or a consumer, you can take back their information from what they tell you and kind of try to help make their experience better, as well as build in some other process and procedure to help another member along down the line. Yeah, I'll I'll give you an example of, of a time when this really came into play. And it has to do with things like the experience that the member's having with other parts of Humana. And so 
what I would do is just kind of like keep a tally on the number of times that I heard that similar situation arise with a member. And so once you have a few in your hand, a few really good solid examples other than I heard or I have this feeling or, you know, once you have those solid examples and you've kind of kept a ticker going of how many times you might have heard it, then I think that's a great time to escalate it to leaders. And I've been here seven years-ish, I think six and a half. I can remember it wasn't always part of our culture to speak up because I felt like everything was so siloed. So I think everyone has the best of intentions, but if you just don't know how to talk to the department to your left or the department to your right, I think that in itself, I mean, it just stops that collaboration and stops the information from bubbling up. So I feel like we have a better handle on the fact that we're all in this for the member. We're all one Humana. I know my leader is super supportive and trying to get like the names of individuals and in other, other departments so that we can pass along information. And it's less accusatory too, in a way. It's more like, okay, how can we provide the best perfect experience for the member now versus maybe years ago, it, it just was a lot more siloed. And now I think it's how the senior leaders, how they're setting the right tone and having the right climate in each organization, in each department. And as long as the leaders are setting the right tone and it cascades through management and into the employees, I think it will make a difference and we will have that value-based care for the members. Absolutely. Now, and- my side of it, though I don't work with the member experience on my side of it, I'm on the opposite side where I support the, the employees that do make value for or have value for the uh, members. I certainly hear these things. And I do feel like the climate is changing. I do think the culture is changing. And we really, really want to empower the employees and the associates to, to make a difference for our members. Right. I, I feel that as well. I've only been with Humana for about two years, but I feel that if I do have an issue, if I, there's something that comes up, that I have the ability to use my voice as an associate to seek out either a, to find a resolution or to find a better solution to deliver this this perfect experience and this perfect service to our members And I know that a few people that may not be frontline facing members, but the work that you do, whether you are going to help me explain benefits or get me the documentation that that helps me make sure that a a member's service is covered, everyone truly plays a part. And no matter where you are on the org chart, you truly are making such a difference and you are necessary. You do belong and we, we couldn't do this without you. And I love that, like the members at the core of all we do too, especially in Humana at Home, which is where I'm at. So I'm an um, associate director for Humana at Home on the in-home side. And I think the beauty of what we do is that for the most part, everyone's main focus is the member. So even when we're maybe not agreeing with next steps or somebody brings a complaint or a concern, the bottom line is always so pure. You know, the bottom line is always, okay, what's the member experience? What's going on in their world? And how do we make it better for them? And I think that that for me, that just means everything because we can work through the most difficult conversations when the end goal is the member. And don't we want as associates of Humana to when we say, oh, we work for Humana, we want folks to say, hey, gosh, 
there, there's some really great things going on over there instead of hearing the opposite and the negative. Because sometimes we do hear negative when we say where we were. Yes. One experience can make a difference. Right. And, and that's exactly it. Because service excellence is elusive nowadays. Uh, we know when we've received, you know, excellent service and we know when we haven't. Um, it kind of just evolves from the service to either be poor or it's outstanding. And both of these elicit really strong emotional impacts on on us and on the member. And so I feel all too often people focus on the negative because it elicits that such a strong emotional pull at you that we ignore the other times when things are going right and when things are functional and just kind of instead focus on that negative because it can really taint the experience and the, I guess, brand awareness or the association with that company. And this is not just for Humana. I would say this could be for any company that has I a agree. brand or a logo. I think, too, so much of who we are is based on the culture that has developed to you over time. And I know our senior leaders are so passionate about the culture of well-being and being a healthcare company instead of an insurance company. And culture is something that is the environment in which in which strategy lives, you know. So in order to really execute on our strategy, the culture has to um, help support that um, in the long run. And so the, the values, what we believe, what we do, you know, putting the member first, the perfect experience, speaking with candor. When you look at all of our values in general, right, rethink routine and um, cultivate uniqueness and all of the five of them that exist, that culture helps all of us do what's best for the member. And so when we talk about speaking out in the associate voice, I think that's what was the hope with these values and the culture is that it would give us the permission to, to do what's in the best interest of the member. I know Tim Huval has spoken about that at, at well-being summits and energy summits as well. Like we have to be relentless about the ability to speak up and do what's right for the member and whoever will listen. And it's, if it's our leader, if it's our leader's leader, um, just making sure that that's at, at the core of what we do. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to echo that as well. I remember reading a couple of the high articles from um, Tim Huval as well. And in the um, 2018 segment update that Beth Bierbauer provided, that's also a high article. I actually caught that today and I pulled a couple of quotes from it because I was just really intrigued about um, some of the things that she had said. And I'm going to quote it and we'll also put this in the show notes. But it says, our vision is about consumer centricity and our transformation in the future will be driven by several guiding principles. And she lists out um, transparency about empowering the consumer, simplicity, simplifying or reducing the data we collect, affordability, the goal is to provide affordable health care to the masses, accessibility, it's about making things easier for the people to use their health plan. And then the last one was about creating value and re revising their core business principles um, to deliver value to the consumer and what they can expect from us as a company and kind of shifting from a no to yes culture um, in whatever places we can. So I thought that was really, really interesting that these kind of principles are be, being delivered like top down with such transparency. I mean, being one of the guiding principles she mentions as well. 
Yeah, I think top down is key, right? It, I mean, it has to start at the top. And any any leader I've heard, I've had the privilege of hearing speak um, in the past two or three years has reiterated the same type of sentiment over and over again. And so it's hard not to take it to heart because it's become part of our culture. At the Wellbeing Champion Summit, William Fleming, he asked the question to the Wellbeing Champions, why do you show up? And he says, you know, I show up because I just want to leave the world a better place than I found it. And that's one of our our main leaders, you know, and to hear him say that just inspires me and makes me want to do a better job as an associate. No matter, and he says, you know, no matter what your story is, um, just keep trying to make it a better place than how you found it, which is so cool. Right. And a, a service organization that doesn't have that shared vision and culture of service excellence, they're going to have a really tough time acquiring it. It's not something that can be bought. It has to be created. And we have multiple ways that we can express, you know, on different topics. We do the associate engagement survey. I think that happens every August. And there's also, from the NRG's perspective, we do well-being snapshots and kind of gauge our programming and effects that we we do and how that's going to better affect the health of our associates. Yeah, I can speak from an operations standpoint. You know, we do skip levels, so... I know a lot of leaders will um, have conversations with the associates under their direct report. So I think skip levels are, are a great way to um, speak out and kind of share share more of your thoughts. And I'll you know I'll go ahead and send just a, a survey monkey to my direct associates and just ask for very general feedback on how things are going with the team, how things are going with leadership, you know, just to get a pulse on how people are really feeling in case they don't feel comfortable speaking out directly. I, but I think one-on-ones, I think team meetings, I think these are all spaces where we should be empowered to speak out to our leaders and kind of share how we're doing and what's going on. So I think there's anonymous ways to do it. I think there's ways to do it with your leaders and the people within your organization. So I, I think there's ways to do it. Any other ones that you guys can think of? And can you uh, break down what skip level means? Oh, so skip level is I would meet with my direct reports, direct reports. So they're one layer below my associates. And so I would meet with them for 30 minutes or an hour, and we would just have a non-agenda conversation. So I would say, okay, how are things are going? Talk to me a little bit about things that are going well. You know, what are your pain points? Where are the opportunities? And then I just take general themes. So I would never go back to their leader and say, oh, so-and-so said X. You know, you just take the general themes of what you've heard and you share that with their leader. Things are going great. Here's where the opportunities are. Folks are feeling this way. How can we help maybe support them during this time? So I think those skip levels are really important. Um, That's pretty amazing. That sounds like something out of an HR awesome textbook. I did not know (laughs) that 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 went on. So that's kind of cool. If you haven't been a part of a skip level, maybe even just politely mentioning it in conversation, like, oh, does our area do, do they do skip levels? You know, I bet, I bet people will be open to, to learning more about that. And to further what Tara is saying, we have uh, leaders here in the organization that I'm support on the culture team that have focus groups, we'll call them. In the focus groups, she's asked us to sit down with uh, leaders in her group to discuss 
what are leadership development issues, what are uh, culture issues, what are well-being issues or non-issues, what is working, what's not working, what could we do better. So much like Tara, because she has reports, um, there are leaders that do take it a step further and do want to, to know what and how their associates are feeling and what they can do better or do less of or add to. Yeah, you do get some themes out of it and things that you might not have seen from that, like, from that frontline level. So I think it's, it is invaluable. And I'm wondering, Brittany, we, there's like a one, one pager on skip level meetings. So it's like a sample questions and just a few bullets. So maybe we can include that. Yes. Uh, either on the, yeah, the SharePoint site or something so people can access it. That, that would be amazing. And I cannot believe I, I forgot, but buzz. You can use well, Buzz yeah. to just to speak out as well on on that as well, and also ask questions and get in touch with people from different departments to ask questions and to kind of seek out the answer to a problem or a question. Sometimes I bring up Buzz and I get pushed back. Nobody has time for it. Nobody needs a social media platform. I mean, I've heard it all. I can't take the emails. I just, I don't have time for social media in my, my personal life. But this, this is the thing about Buzz. Yes, it's a networking platform. And yes, there's potential for a thousand emails a day. However, it literally is the biggest time saver I have ever experienced. Because anytime you have a question about anything, you just pop it in that search box and you have an answer within an hour guaranteed. So rather than sit on the phone with HR or customer service or send emails off to wherever, there's just like this amazing opportunity to get answers from people all over the company. And it's super easy to turn off the buzz email notifications. Maybe we can even find something. There is a documentation. Yes. yes, that you can uh, customize your buzz stream. But yeah, definitely use Buzz like a Google search engine half the yes. time because I, I don't want to waste my time reinventing the wheel or looking at process and procedure that was done in 2013. So they're going to, you know, I, I mean, everything is like time, date, and stamped. So you're going to be getting the, the most updated, correct information to your ability. And also, it's just a great way to find about other things that are going on um, the learning consortium they had a great opportunity about you know cultivating your skills as a presenter which w would be phenomenal and i would have never known about that had i not been on buzz and it's, this is also just kind of me speaking from the nrg communication side it is truly the easiest and most phenomenal way i feel to engage with our membership on a more personal level because they, if they follow us, which is WNRG at Humana, we always post from that um, into our group. We recently did a body positivity campaign for a week and it ended up being the number one hashtag for that week. And I just, seeing the stories and following that of our membership, it inspired me just you know from that specific campaign that we ran and also just being able to see other people with the same passions and interests as you is a really great way to seek out somebody to potentially network with, have a virtual coffee with, or even, you know, grab lunch with and see what they do for their job role and 
further develop networking from there. That's awesome. Brittany, you alluded to it, but I was thinking about the June 2017 survey, the Associate Preference Survey. They had 42,161 associates invited and 48% wrote in comments and 50% completed the survey. So they got a ton of feedback through that survey, but that's where we saw all that benefits refresh as of January 1st, 2018. So the changes to 401k, the caregiver leave, the parental leave, the two new personal holidays, the standardized well-being time of 30 minutes, changes to life insurance and long-term disability, and then the student loan refinancing, and then the changes with the charitable giving. So we talk about speaking out and candor and, and really getting our voice out there. You know, some might say, well, I can get my voice out there all day long, but if nobody's going to listen or do anything about it, what does it matter? And I think something like this shows us the company is listening. And we saw the fruit of that this, this year with all these new benefit changes. Right. And I had totally forgotten that we, we earned those two extra personal holidays. That's amazing. I have came from a company that we worked on Labor Day and Memorial Day. And if you wanted to take a holiday off, you had to take PTO. And I remember coming to Humana and being completely floored, like, I get to accrue my PTO, but I also get these holidays and I'm paid for them. Okay, very cool. And then, you know, that was just like skimming the top of it. Now I, we have so many other benefits that are just a treasure trove uh, between, you know, the career development and doing the ITLS uh, trainings and learning how to make myself more efficient through technology. I mean, it, I'm still floored every day that I work for such an awesome company. Um, yeah, and with that, though, we, we have to be our own advocates, right? We have to be our own I guess just make sure our voices are heard and we just can't assume that people know what we're feeling or know what we're thinking, especially in a virtual world. You got to take these opportunities to speak out. And Brittany, like you're saying, like, it's amazing to come to a corporation where you feel like you can speak out. And then the next step is actually speaking out and actually being a part of this shift. And I think it's only going to continue to be more transparent and in time, especially the more we like go to these summits and, you know, the 2018 summit was all about speaking out with candor and transparency and uh, the voices of the associate. But really what Bill Gates says, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. Right. So whether that be member level or member that, whether that's associate level, that's sometimes where we learn where our opportunities are and that's how we will continue to, to evolve. And it has to keep evolving. It will never stop evolving will continue to grow and learn and expand forever and ever. It, that's true. I mean, the world's changing. Our markets are changing. Our, uh, as associates, how we work is changing. And the way that we, you know, process and buy healthcare is different. How that's delivered is, is something completely different than whenever Humana first started. So I'll, I'm really interested uh, with what we have, you know, coming up with the podcast and the ways that we're going to share some of these, you know, the new insights and with some of the stories that we're going to share. I just, I'm so thrilled. And you can also use the podcast as an opportunity to have your voice heard. You can always let us know your thoughts on our buzz page. We check that often. We want to hear what you have to say. If there is a topic or a guest you want us to have on, please let us know. You can do that at go slash WNRG podcast buzz. 
yes, that's a little long, but we figured that was a little bit easier. It makes sense. It makes sense. Just a reminder that to get our podcast sent directly to your iPhone, wherever you may be, you can text uh, 239-355. That's 239-355. And what do they have to put in the message, Brittany? All you have to do is put WNRG and hit that send button. You'll be happy you did. And it's not just for (laughs) iPhone users. Whatever operating system you use, get our podcast delivered straight to your cell phone every Thursday. 239-355. Just text WNRG. And that's it for this episode. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG buzz page or by tagging us. Hashtag WNRG podcast series. Until next time, be intentional. Stay curious. And inspire others.